Welcome to this special series of the Bundaberg Now podcast, where we shine a spotlight on the heritage buildings of our region. I'm your host, Genevieve Lyons, and I invite you to listen along as we uncover some hidden histories, some mysterious stories, and a few bizarre facts about some of our most iconic buildings and structures. Today, we'll hear from historian Scott Stedman, who's also the volunteer coordinator and a committee member of the Old Pharmacy Museum in Childers. Scott chats to us about the fascinating display of potions and concoctions that sometimes did more harm than good, like how a pedal-powered drill was once the height of dental technology, which sounds truly terrifying. Childers is a national trust town, and as I'm sure you know, its main street has a number of well-preserved, historic and heritage-listed buildings. The pharmacy is in the Gaydon Building and has now been converted into this award-winning museum. Though sometimes unsettling, it offers a glimpse into the past, housing one of the largest collections of early pharmaceutical history in Australia, including original dental, medical and photographic equipment. Scott also speaks about his special connection to Childers and the work he's doing to help preserve the iconic history of this National Trust town. The pharmacy dates back to 1894. Thomas Gaydon was the, was the very first chemist. He was also the dentist, the optician, the, uh, uh, the uh, anaesthetist at the hospital and uh, the town photographer. Um, he had two sons. Um, Jeff served in the First World War and come home with a military medal and he went to Melbourne to learn the dentistry trade and then uh, his other son Jeff, sorry, his other son Noel uh, went to Brisbane and became a chemist and then took over from his father when his father passed away and then later on um, Noel took on a partner, Graham Hooper and when Noel passed away, Graham took on the the role of um, sole proprietor of the business Well, um, uh, Graham Hooper uh, suddenly died in 1982, so his wife took over and ran it as a gift shop. She couldn't employ a chemist because the chemist has to own the business. So she ran the business with um, Cosmetics and Royal Dalton and Wedgwood. She was one of the biggest dealers in Royal Dalton outside Brisbane because presumably we're on the Bruce Highway. So in 1987, she decided to sell up and retire so luckily for us, the Isa Shire Council um, bought the fixtures and fittings um, and created the museum that we have today in 1987. Um, subsequently, in 2008, when we merged with the Bundaberg Regional Council, they took ownership of the fixtures and fittings and um, the Isa District Historical Society run it for the council now with all volunteers. Basically, um, the shop is just... A, an entrance way to the museum, if you like. Um, it's it's uh, the the all the um, fixtures or the the shelving is all red cedar. Um, it's been built after the 1902 fire, so it's the only shop in Childers that has its in- complete interior still intact. Um, we're lucky; we're the only building in town or the only shop in town with two stories. Um, the others have single stories, and you can see the original skylights in those. Um, a lot of the other stores in the early days had similar fictions with the with the um, red cedar um, shelving. Um, we have beautiful cabinetry here. It's all um, hoop pine, which was what the Isa scrub was was built or cleared for, and found the red soil um, that we grew sugarcane on. The um, the they're all uh, dovetailed the the all the drawers and fronted with the red cedar and uh, bakelite handles. 
Um, the um, and I'll digress a bit. Um, we're also very proud of our cash register. Um, it was built in bought in 1906. It's a national. Um, it cost 60 pound. Now also that year, Thomas Gaden, our first chemist, had four little cottages built. Um, they cost 73 pound each. So our cash register was approximately the, the price of a house. It was um, had paper rolls, it had receipts, had different codes for the different operators of the farm of it, and it's been in the same place on the same shelf since 1906 because it takes about six people to lift it. Yeah, it is quite unique. We've still got the old money inside it, the old pennies and threepences that put into grandma's pudding. Um, it still up, it still works, but we're not allowed to use it because there's no one around to fix it. Um, it is free to come into the shop, into this part of the, the building, but we asked for a gold coin donation to go into the museum. Um, and then it's just like a self-guided tour out there in the dispensary um, where all the, uh, we've got, we've got uh, the old dental chair, we've got dental instruments, we've got some of the really old um, arsenic bottles and concoctions that they made up, the old Morrison pestles and, and uh, a whole um, plethora of um, instruments and bottles of toxic lovely things to uh, not to take. <laughs> a lot of the people um, hate going to the dentist. So the, de the, de the folding dental chair is a high point or a low point, whichever way to look, look at it, because right beside it is the, is the pedal drill. So no electricity. And uh, it is only a folding dental chair. It wasn't permanently here. It was taken by Mr. Gaden by horse and buggy or in his bottle two Ford out to the hinterland. And people would wave him down on the side of the road saying, we've got a toothache, Mr. Gaden, will you fix it? So he'd put his dental chair under a shady tree and his trusty dreddle, pedal drill and take the tooth out. But he also had rooms at the, at the hotel in Biggerton and he would uh, put up his chair in there. And I always joke to the, the uh, customers we have here or visitors um, that he, you would have had a few drinks in the bar before you went into the, into the chair and then you'd have several more afterwards to deaden the pain. We're the oldest pharmaceutical museum in Australia. Um, it's a unique collection um, that is, you know, um, in its original building. Um, there are so many one-ofs. Um, uh, we've, we've got a collection here of donated items from all over, chemists from all over Australia and even some things from New Zealand. Um, we have an enormous collection of cameras from the, you know, the box brownie that people remember from their early days right up to the, you know, modern projection equipment and stuff like that. Um, there's also all the different medicines. People love coming in here from the medical profession, doctors, nurses, and we're always bombarding them with questions. Um, the naturopaths love it too because we have lots of old natural ingredients like Irish moss and um, the uh, cochineal, crushed up cochineal beetles were, were used to, for the colouring your, your medicine. Um, um, clo cloves were used for indigestion and also the, the toothache. Um, we also have um, saffron, which is used, everybody uses it for cooking these days, but it's an antioxidant, antidepressant. A lot of people um, gravitate to the Becks and Vincents because they can remember mum or grandmother taking a Becks or Vincents every day. Um, a lot of people took them because they thought they might get a stomach ache or they might get a headache. Um, it was a, a little jingle, a Becks, a cup of tea and a lie down. Um, a lot of truckies took a Bex and a can of Coke and it was like their no-do, so it kept them awake. Um, but in the, they found the phenacetin was an active ingredient in both the um, Bex and the Vincents. The Bex is white and the Vincents are pink. 
uh, powders, and um, they would. Um, Fidacetin was highly addictive. It was a part of the cocaine, cocaine family, and um, they found that it was affecting people's kidneys. Um, a lot of people that took the regular dose of Bex or Vincent's ended up on dialysis, and it killed a lot of people as well. Um, so they were banned in the 1970s. The chemist was a very important um, part of the town because probably indirectly now we, we have to pay to go to the hospital, we have to pay to go to the doctor. Um, but in the early days, you had to pay up front to go to a doctor or the hospital, um, but you could get free advice at the chemist. So with, 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 Ebony, with the hats that Thomas Gaydon wore, you know, the chemist, the dentist, the optician, they all come to him. And he was here on his own. Um, this business was on its own for probably 50 years before we had another chemist shop. So it was a one-stop shop. Um, I know after the fire of 1902, um, where the, all the shops were destroyed on this side, of the, um, we had the South Sea Islanders here and they were able to get some of the goods and chattels out of the shops and assemble them across the street. Um, diagonally across from here, there was some small shops that Thomas Gaydon was able to acquire and we had a railway station here up until 1964. So Thomas was able to get some supplies from chemists in Bundaberg and Mirabur up by rail. So the very next day after the fire, he was able to establish his business again because it was a very important thing. We have prescriptions here that in the same book are the horse and the dog um, because it was the dog and the horse were very important part of agricultural back in those days. So they were all re-recorded in the same prescription book, which had to be recorded by the chemist. He couldn't have anybody else do that. So there's just, there's a myriad of reasons for people to come in here. Um, well, I'm a local, um, I've, I'm five generations of my family here, and I moved back to, to Childers 10 years ago um, and decided I, would, I needed to volunteer somewhere. And uh, so I started volunteering here at the old pharmacy. I worked for the Bundaberg Regional Council for a short time in their visitor information centre. Um, and then when that was handed over to the uh, Bundaberg Region, uh, Bundaberg Tourism Board, um, I continued on working here and um, the opportunity came up to take over and uh, a community group was sought to run the pharmacy and I was president of the Historical Society at the time and uh, I put it to the board members to say we need to preserve this and, and keep this business or museum open. So it, that's basically um, the rest is history. You know, I have been here backwards and forwards a little bit, but I'm now the volunteer coordinator and uh, part of the management committee here at the Old Pharmacy Museum. My father um, came back from the Second World War in 1945 and he purchased a small general store and he operated that business in Chills for 30 years. So I developed a, a passion, um, Chills is in my blood, and as I said, you know, five generations live here, a lot of history around that. Um, and I started writing a book about the, the local businesses um, some years ago, dedicated it to my late father and uh, recorded the histories of probably 90 different businesses and their histories over 100 years. Um, we um, had a huge fire here in 1902 and destroyed the the main CBD, um, 23 shops were destroyed. So I based my book on, on that history and um, built up a profile of the businesses over the 100 years. And um, 
then I started on the streets and um, working out who lived in which house. And uh, I've started uh, recording the history of all the houses in Childers, you know, where they were built or they might have been built somewhere else. You know, they erected in Childers and moved to Woodgate um, or they were, you know, on a farm and they'd be moved into Childers. So progressively um, to date I've um, printed um, nine books um, on the local area and um, a lot of people come to me for their family histories and, you know, other history as well. Um, we've just got an exhibition in our front windows at the moment um, that details the history of all those businesses. Um, so some old photos of the different pubs when they were built and how they look today. Thanks for listening to that snapshot of the history of Childers and the old pharmacy museum. Tune in again next month where we hear about another of Bundaberg's heritage buildings and structures. <laughs>